Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. I don't know why I started doing the back with so much emphasis. You put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. I did. I did. Back. Welcome back, folks. My name's Joe. This voice you're hearing now, that's me. That other voice. I'm Robbie. It is Robbie. Uh, We sat down to podcast, and we were like, what are we going to talk about? It's, it's the just, end of the year. It's the end know, of the year. It's a couple days before Christmas. It's like, man, it's hard to focus. We've right been now. we've been like grinding on, you know, like the, the roundup type stuff. Like we we got all uh, got uh, you know our our best Chromebooks of the year out. We got our gear of the year out. Our favorite tech that we've used. Uh, I just wrote another one yesterday of like best our budget budget devices under 300 bucks which surprisingly there are <laughs> a lot and there are several fantastic chromebooks you can buy right now well the fun part for talking, under 300 dollars. talking budget like it feels freeing because it's like cool we can talk about sale prices right like exactly when we talk about the whole list of chromebooks like well i guess we got to stick to msrp but with, when you're talking budget you're talking about finding deals you're talking about you want to get the most bang dollar. for your buck it's like yeah well, let's talk about these devices and the sales that they generally go on. So like one of the, I think they do it. What was on there? Do it three. Do it three was on there. It's not five is close on sale right now. Um, Yeah. The five never goes down. There was something that we put on the list. That's not on. Oh, the Asus, Mm -hmm. the the Chromebook plus CM 34. Yep. It's not on sale. I don't think at all right now, but it's been 300 bucks multiple times. And I looked back, I forgot it went down like two seventy nine one time. And so it's it's been at three or under three multiple times yeah, over the last six months. So or last three months. Um, and so and there's there's it, it counts. Yeah, and there's 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 like new devices on there. There's some tried and true devices on there. And a little um, bit of something for everybody, I think. Right. Like you've got big bigger, devices, little yeah, small, little clamshells, detachables, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is so cool. I love that. It's a nice a nice selection, and it's. You know, I feel like this year, even more so than last year, we we're moving more towards that kind of fat middle where the MSRP of good Chromebooks, solid Chromebooks, like I'm using one of the cheaper Chromebook Pluses right now uh, in prep for a review, the the 515 from Acer. Uh, and, you know, like there are things about it when I stop and really think about it that I'm like, I don't like, I don't like this, this part of this. It's a $269 <laughs> right. Chromebook, you know, right. and I'm like ultimately like is it causing me to not be able to do my job or not get something done no no that's what you were There's on not yesterday. anything where i'm just like oh my god i can't stand this device i I got to stop let's film the review because i don't want to touch this stupid device anymore i just it's not that it's it's not my favorite yeah uh and it's not going to be some glowing review but it's you know spoiler alert it's like it's a three star you know yeah. it's just it's solid it's good it's fine it's good. It's not flashy. And, you know, it's funny. It's it's a lot like, um, you know, I, I try to remind myself of this, and it's my review process has changed a bit. Like, I would used to, like, use one on the desk and then sometimes, like, sneak and use one at home and do some stuff at the, at the office every once in a while with a different Chromebook. And I've really tried to kind of silo myself because it's the same effect you get when you go to Best Buy or 
um, Costco or Sam's or Walmart, and you look at all the TVs next to one another, and you see them one next to the next to the next to the next, it's very easy in that spot to be like, this is way better than that one. And the odd part is, a lot of times, uh, what's even worse is you see like the TV that you own next to something else, and you're like, oh my God, my TV sucks so bad. But then you remember like when I went home, I didn't think anything about my TV sucking. Like it's fine. Right. And it's only in comparison, direct comparison that you really start noticing those things. And yep. so I'm trying to get away from that because the, the truth of the matter is that most people that buy a Chromebook, that'll be the only Chromebook that they have. Um, and they're not going to be sitting around comparing it to the Dragonfly Pro or the Spin 714 or whatever, the, the 516 GE, you know, these Chromebooks that I feel like are kind of elite and awesome and, and amazing. You know, it's, the, the difference between that kind of Chromebook and a $270 uh, Chromebook plus 515 is the, the margin is, is narrowing uh, a lot. And so it's, it's kind of cool. Um, you know, again, it's, it's not to say that these Chromebooks are perfect or uh, that there aren't things I would love to see improved. Uh, but then I also go at that price point, I don't, what are you going to, what are you supposed to say when a device is constantly $250, $260? Like, I, how am I supposed to complain about anything? Does it work? Yeah, good, done. I put, I put it in the article yesterday. The value proposition, we talk about that a lot. It's like when when the price for what you get for a certain price becomes like, you know, the it just outweighs. Like when, yeah. you ha- when you're getting so much and you're getting, you know, a full laptop that you can sit and do all kinds of stuff on and you yeah. get decent speakers and the keyboards and the screen looks good. You know, it's not like the old days when we had these horrific screens on these $250. Horrific screens and really slow processors. Yeah. You know, back in the day when they'd ship two gigs of RAM and stuff. Like these Chromebook Pluses that are going on sale for $250. Like, you got to realize you're getting a fast processor. You're getting eight gigs of RAM and at least 128 gigs of storage. And none of them have terrible screens. And a 1080p webcam. They have okay screens. Yeah. Uh, some of them. Some of them are great screens. Um, but, you know, the, it's it's decent and up it's ips and up it's 1080p and up right um and so you know i think in general uh chromebook plus is succeeding in that in that way right it's it's doing the job um uh, properly i think that google wanted for it to do which is to introduce great chromebooks at reasonable prices that may not be the best things ever made but they just they they sit in the middle. They're at the top of the bell curve, basically. And it's introducing this the spot of the market where, you know, Chromebooks for so long, you know, and, and even still, you know, have a rap for being cheap. You know, sure. just go. It's a throwaway type device. You know, right. you just you go spend two hundred bucks and get they're one. The, and it's, they're the new netbooks. Yeah, they're, they're you know they've if you got ever crappy a netbook. I'm sorry, yeah, I had one. So, Yikes. They've got, you know, th- th- they just had a certain, you know, um, idea. People have an idea around what they are and what they cost. And although we talk about the Dragonflies and we talk about the Spin 714s and all of these, you know, elegant and, and, and super performant devices, the reality is most people going and buying a Chromebook are are probably in that that middle that, that now Chromebook Plus is creating some parameters around sure. and, and creating you know, a great user experience for those people that are going and buying those devices. Well, and, and it's also the Walmart effect, you know, just spoke to the whole idea of like TVs next to each other. But there's also, you know, if you need to remember what um, general populist society is, 
in, in all matter of speaking, like you need to go, like if you're in a rural, rural area, go to a Walmart. Like that's where a lot of people go to shop of all different, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds and all this stuff. Like you see all sorts of stuff and you know, Walmart gets a rap for like all these crazy people go there. It's like, yeah, that happens from time to time. But generally speaking, you know, a lot of people go to, uh, Walmart to, because the prices are reasonable and you can kind of get everything in one spot. And so then you get the entirety of society there. Well, guess what? When you go to the, the Chromebook rack, at a Walmart, what do you see? You see the absolute cheapest, crappiest Chromebooks. And so it makes sense that they have this wrap right now because the same amount of people, the same survey of, of, of the the society around you doesn't go to Best Buy. Right. Some of those people from Walmart go to Best Buy. Some of them may go to Best Buy once a year or something. Maybe they never go to Best Buy. You know, they, they go to Walmart a few times a month or whatever, you know, like, and so it's like you said, we talk about all these different things. We get into discussions about all these certain things. And then, but what, you got to step back and go, what are general people? Like the people just driving down the road, people that are getting their last minute Christmas shopping done, people that are going to court, people that are going to grab food, people that are going to shop for bread and milk, people, you know, like real actual people. What do they actually see when the word Chromebook comes up? And you got to look at Target, got to look at Walmart, like these places and go, that, that's the perception. And that's hopefully what Chromebook Plus is here to kind of move that perception in a different direction. Because, yes, there are cheap, cheap, super cheap Chromebooks out there. And they have three or four year old small core processors and four gigs of RAM and no storage and TN panels and flimsy builds. And they're 150 bucks. And that's fine that those things are out there what i'm glad to see is that you know good chromebooks are starting to come down enough in price where they'll start to just offset those yeah you know like the 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 basic general experience people will get with chromebooks eventually in the next couple of years will be a lot of it will be chromebook plus you know the, the lower end chromebook plus models and i don't have to worry about then spending time like i don't know we've we've done it for so long of trying to reconvince people that Chromebooks are more than just the cheap junk that they've seen at, at Walmart, you know, and, um, you know, we're, we're hoping that some of those things at Walmart change over time. Uh, maybe they'll start featuring some of the nicer devices. You don't have to only feature them, but to have them sitting there next to the, where people go, Oh God, that's a Chromebook. I had no idea that a Chromebook could be like that. You know, like those are the perceptions that have to change over time. And I think, I think Chromebook plus so far, uh, is doing a pretty good job of moving the needle a bit in that direction. Yeah, we talk about, we've talked about the the dragonfly and, and our hopes of the dragonfly, maybe one day showing up in in Best Buy. Um, but we, in general, we talk about these anchor devices that you might see in a retail spot. You know, when you when you go up to all of the Chromebooks in Best Buy, you might see that one on the end. That's like, oh wow, that's the one that I saw the commercial for and that one's really cool oh that one's 500 though but this one's 250 okay well that one does most of the stuff you have these anchor devices and it's like if 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 chromebook plus now has a nice range where you can right. get the 500 but then you can also oh, hey here's this one that's 250 this 515 right. that's does a lot of what i need and oh that'll work and you're still getting a decent chromebook yeah i think you know just just maybe two years ago that that was still in play but the price points are different. So right. your anchor devices, your your Halo devices were the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook, the um, Asus 436. Well, the 436 never was in Best Buy much. 
I'm trying to think of another um, high-end device. I mean, obviously the Pixelbook was yeah, Pixelbook. You know, these types of devices, kind of Pixelbook, Pixelbook Go, Go um, the Pixel Slate, even though it kind of tanked. You know, like it was this higher-end device. Those devices were a thousand bucks, nine hundred dollars, and so then it's like, okay, well, then the next step is, well, I can't afford that. So, what's my next thing to get? A lot of that goodness is still seven, six, seven hundred dollars. I feel like all of that has slid down. Mm-hmm. So now you've got these devices. I feel like that, like in the Spin Seven Fourteen, for instance, like it's a great device and maybe an aspirational one for some people that are going to look. They're like. I'm not spending 700 bucks on any laptop. Like I'm not, I don't have $700 to spend, but they see that sitting on the, on the shelf. They see something like the, you know, we, we have our little, uh, nits to pick with the X360 14 C, but something like that's a $700 Chromebook. Uh, it looks great on a <laughs> sitting on a shelf. Um, you know, uh, what's another one that's kind of like the Acer 516. I mean, it's been on sale so much, but it's 650 normally, you know, now you're at that six to seven, 750, is now the these are fantastic devices fantastic i can't afford those but now the the slide down isn't to sliding down to 600 it's sliding down to like 400 450 dollars and then those devices go on sale for mm. 350 400 and and so it just it makes the entire thing more approachable um and there just used to be this massive fall off on the end of of affordable chromebooks it's like you had these mid quote unquote mid range price Chromebooks that were usually five to $700 is kind of where that, that sweet spot was like, I mean, these are good Chromebooks, but they never come down and sale more than 600 bucks or, you know, five fifty. you're getting, that's as low as it's going to go. And, and so those devices would always sit there and you'd have to go, okay, well, I can't afford that. So what's next? And the next felt like you jumped off a cliff and it's like, Oh, to get down to 300 bucks, I'm going to sacrifice everything. So uh, this one, other than being a thing that opens up in a clamshell mode and runs Chrome OS, they don't have any similarities. This one's keyboard is terrible. There's no backlighting on it. The trackpad's bouncy, plastic, and crappy. The build quality's flimsy. The screen looks terrible. It's got a terrible camera in it, and it's really thick, and it's slow as all get out and has no memory and no storage. So compare that to that $600 one you were looking at. It's like, well, these are... It's almost two different pieces of hardware, like completely. And that's, I feel like that chasm is basically gone now. Like you can slide down that price gap and be like, yeah, this, this is still pretty good. Yeah. Like these are still pretty good devices, you know? Yeah, they have little issues, but I, I just, I love the fact that that's the case. And yes, if you want to get down to the $150 range, which I, I've always felt even like now, a year ago, five years ago, <laughs> if you pay $150 for a laptop, just you can't expect anything, and and you get the the slim three that I, keeps I, dropping down to 150 bucks, and I'm like, that that's the one device that keeps dipping into that ridiculously low price that does not feel it, doesn't look it, and it doesn't act like it. I mean, is it the fastest Chromebook you're ever going to use? No, not even close. That companion processor is meant to handle a few tasks, and that is all. Like, don't push it any farther. But guess what? You don't have a crummy screen. Guess what? You don't have bad build quality. Guess what? You don't have a terrible screen, uh, keyboard and trackpad. It's overall a pretty nice device to use, yeah. and it can get a lot of stuff done. It's over 150 bucks, where you expect nothing, like nothing. Like, this is going to be a piece of trash. You get a device that's not bad. Um, and, and it's like that's the that's the scale we've moved. I feel like the entire thing has just been pulled and slid back about 300 bucks. Everything. So what used to be a three fifty four hundred dollar Chromebook, 
drops down to $150 every once in a while. It's like, that's a quick change. I mean, I feel like that's, it's an 18 month, maybe 24 month change that's happened. Uh, and it's nice. I'm ready for all the super crappy and 40, 20, you know, and 30, 50 Chromebooks to just be done and gone and like off the, shelf. Stop don't selling even, them. Don't even sell those anymore. Like just and like in our buying guy, we, we basically try to say like, don't, please don't buy that unless you see it for like 80 bucks or something, you know, something ridiculous. that it's like, well, I mean, if it turns on at that and you're price, gonna, like, you're going to open it up and get on Facebook and that's it. Right. You know, and you're still going to be like, man, I can't, the screen is terrible on this thing. Like, and yes, it's slow as I'll get out for everything. Nothing, nothing you're going to do is going to be fast. It's not like, oh, well, if you keep it tame, it'll be fine. Like the, the slim three is that way. If you don't do like 10 things at a time, it will feel fast. Like it's just, you got to limit it and be careful with it. Um, some of those older Chromebooks that are going for 100, 150 bucks that have, again, an N3050 or an N4000 in them or whatever, like you're going to feel it at every step. You'll feel it while you're setting the damn thing up. Like it's going to feel slow. Um, and, and I'll be glad when, when more of those are gone. Like they're, they're going away and a few more good Slim 3 style devices, you know, dip down. I mean, the Flex 3 jumped down to 179 79? the other day. That doesn't even make sense if you've ever picked up that device. That, that that does that makes no sense. You're getting a lot of a lot of good stuff. Great features in a in a Chromebook for less than two hundred dollars. And I mean, we're tracking. I haven't written this post yet. I've been kind of holding on to it for the right time. I think January is going to be the right time to post it. But um, you know, I'm still tracking at least a dozen more of these. Uh, you know, the code name is for the main board is Nisa. Um, but they're all the small core older like N. So N100 and 200 N305 chips. And by the way, the N305 is a core i3 that's in Chromebook Plus. So some of those are going to be Chromebook Plus devices. Uh, but still, they're they're small core. They're meant for more affordable devices like the the Flex 3i, like the some of the more affordable Chromebook Plus models. So it's aiming at that four and under kind of price point. Um, so I think we'll we'll see a whole slew of those, and once they all show up, guess what? Now they're all fighting for viability. It's, it's going to push prices down even further. Like they're coming, yeah, and, it, and it's gonna it's gonna be another I think move. I don't want to say uh, you know a race to the bottom because that that signifies an Android type thing where it's like build the cheapest hardware you can for the lowest price, but it's a move towards the bottom. Like it's a move towards like. Hey, we're we're going to try to build the best possible thing we can while attacking this price point. And you know, if there's competition there, when there's no competition, people can just get away with building whatever they want. But all of a sudden, there's there's already competition. Like it doesn't matter. The bar has been set by Lenovo in this space. Like you can't show up with a three hundred dollar Chromebook when the Flex Three I exists or the Flex Three. Uh, or no, sorry, yeah, the, like thought Slim Three. When the Flex Three I exists and when the Slim Three exists. At their price points, you can't show up with trashy hardware because you'll just get sold out. Like, they're, people are going to go keep buying the the better thing at the same price. So now it's like, well, I guess we got to figure out how to make this good, and that's good. It's good for everybody. It's good for competition. It's good for consumers. Uh, it's good for this low end space. So I really do think, you know, I thought when we saw the Flex Three I at CES last year, I was like, this is going to be the beginning of something crazy. We just haven't seen all those devices show up yet. Like we've seen some of them. Uh, but I think there's there's quite a few more on the horizon uh, that'll come out before whatever the next like the the small core Intel's I feel like have a year and a half to two year cycle, so um, you know we're coming towards the end of the N 
older like end cycle of, of devices, but they're great chips for Chromebooks. They are great chips. They're tried and true. They're tested. They work well. Great battery life. Great performance. Very low need for fans. Uh, N100 and 200. I don't know. Have to even have fans. Um, lots of great stuff going on there. And so we could see now another. I could see another five or six devices hitting the consumer market right, yeah. with these chips in them in different ways. Maybe some Chromebook Plus, maybe some not. Uh, but all all pushing towards that sub three hundred dollar MSRP range, uh, way down on sale all the time, and it creates some real competition in that space that is great for consumers. We've uh, we've talked about it so much on this podcast over the years about the maturation of the market. More competition is good for consumers. <laughs> you know, like as we get more and more devices that are that are pushing the envelope for affordability and performance it's 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 just gonna help consumers it's going to eventually drive prices you know and and at the end of the day you know we always have to remember too that that the best buys of the world um you know they're they're making very very calculated decisions on and we've we've had a few conversations here here lately with with some uh with some folks about just the market and and you know some of this stuff about retailers and and how they're making decisions and and where kind of Chromebooks are at and they are making very very calculated decisions oh, on yeah. what they buy to keep in inventory to put on their shelf and Absolutely. it's it's changing you know it's changing and and the market is is you know what what people actually go buy will drive the market and yep. and Google pushing Chromebook Plus is is just this this beautiful thing that's happening and and it's um yeah we keep saying it but it's the new it's the new thing we're going to be well, and, I, and i think it's it's a a sign of a realization from google from retailers that for right now you know as we enter the end of 2023 and into 2024 where consumers are comfortable spending money on chrome os is in this price range right. um you know the the money is in three to six hundred dollars that's right. where it's at uh, and that's where almost all Chromebook Plus models sit. And even if they're a little bit above that MSRP, they're on, they're sale, on sale in that range <laughs> easily all the time. And so, and if they're not on sale right now, they'll be, on sale, be on sale soon. Just wait. <laughs> like you know, it's tempting to think like, well, Christmas is almost here, and the holiday whole holiday season will be behind us. You know, in in just a few days, technically. I mean, I mean, in a week, we'll we'll be into the new year and. It's, it's so tempting to think like, oh, well, I guess all the deals will go away. I better get something now. And as much as we would love to uh, utilize our affiliate marketing and say, yeah, go buy something right now because uh, we get a little bump on that. Uh, the truth is we've had wild deals all year, all, all year long. It year. never, ever all stopped. Year. It never stopped. There was I remember not thinking there. like, man, it's going to dry up at some point. And it just, it just didn't because the competition... Uh, forces it now exactly yeah exactly you almost can't just drop a chromebook at 700 bucks and not have something come off of it like and it's it's probably going to um i feel like it's going to move into a kohl's model (laughs) so if you've never been to a kohl's kohl's uh, cash baby (laughs) you'll go and check out at kohl's buy three shirts and they'll tell you you saved 175 dollars i mean it's it's so dumb like they mark up their stuff to put it on sale like it's all everything's on sale all the time um and, and so I feel like it's going to move a little bit in that direction just because like that's the nature of the beast. Like if, if it looks bad for your Chromebook not to be on sale, well then I got to MSRP it in a way that I can sell it to still make money. So, 
Um, you know, I, th- I think some of that's already happened. There, there are certain Chromebooks that are out there right now that the MSRP to me is a little ludicrous. The X360 14C is one of them. That that device is not a $700 Chromebook. No. When you pick it up, it's like, this isn't 700 bucks. Nope. For 700 bucks, it should have a 400 IPS screen. It should have, you know, some metal on the bottom so it's not flimsy. You know, it it's got some nice features. Don't get me wrong. It does. But for 700 bucks, if I just was going to walk in and pay MSRP, I shouldn't be worried about those things in a Chromebook. That's just not the thing. And there are other devices that handle all those things at the same price point. The the Spin 714 is the perfect antithesis of the X360. Like it, it's like yeah, same same price, better screen, better build quality. Like I have all the stuff you got, and uh, it's better. Like it's just a better device. And so it's like, I think they're we're gonna see devices like. I, I think the X360 14C Chromebook Plus has been on sale, I bet, 80% of the time it's been available. Yes. At least. Yep. They're ve- like every once in a while, there'll be a Maybe day where more. it's like, hey, it's back up to MSRP, <laughs> and it lasts for like three days, and right. then it's back. Now, it's been on sale. It's been the most wild on sale of any of the Chromebook Pluses. It goes three hundred and thirty dollars. I was gonna say three fifty off, but it was three thirty. It, it was, was three fifty one time. It did go three fifty. Yeah, okay. So it's yeah. gone to three fifty, but it sits at three seventy, three eighty a lot. Like it's at five it's at five hundred dollars right now. It's it's on sale for that price so often that at five hundred dollars I'm like, eh, hey, just wait. The re- the retailers are like, we're making five dollars <laughs> on this device. I mean it's crazy. And my guess is there's probably some manufacturer uh, kickbacks, kickbacks or something, yeah. and some spiff type stuff where, where they're incentivizing those devices, whatever that can work in a hundred different ways. My point is HP clearly built that device knowing they were going to leave room for it to be on sale a lot. Uh, and so, you know, I don't, I don't think they have to be that aggressive, you know, but they could fix a few things in that Chromebook and put it on sale for 150 bucks and all day, every day at five fifty. if it had a rigid frame on the bottom and it had a 400 nit screen on it all day, every day. It would probably be one of the best Chromebooks on the market, period. Yes. You know, and it, these are little tweaks for a company that clearly knows how to fix those things. Like Those are weird corners to yeah, Like, stop yeah. doing that. Like, you all chose probably, I mean, the screen is is one of the worst cut corners that you could put. Yeah, and it's in, not a bad screen, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like. But for that price, like, so, you cut a corner. Like, and look it's at like, the why? market right now. 14-inch, 16 by 10, full <laughs> HD screens. They're out are there. Are like dime a dozen. They're I mean, literally everywhere. They're all over the place. And and you have a device that's five ninety or four ninety nine retail, on sale for 300 bucks all the time in the Asus uh, Chromebook Plus CM34. That's a 300-nit, 14-inch, full HD, 16 by 10 screen. And it looks great. It does. And it's always on sale for $300. Um, you got the Spin 714. It's got the exact same screen. You got the Flex 5. That's even cheaper, uh, you know, and, and a more aggressive price point than the HP. All of them have better screens than that device, and it's the HP is the most expensive. Like, what and sense does that make? Yeah, they're the same size screen. Like, yeah. it's the same just thing. Choose a just different one. Go get one. Yeah, and it probably weird. at the manufacturing level might cost you five or ten more dollars or something. Yeah, to change to that brighter screen, but the difference it makes in in your ability to get people like us basically going. This thing is awesome because honestly, if they fix those two complaints, we would recommend that. That thing. device would be my 100% always recommend. You want a nice Chromebook? That's the one. That's it. And I hate that I have to constantly go because at the end of the day, I would rather have if the HP had a brighter screen and a better like chassis on the bottom. 
I like the feel of the keyboard, the trackpad. I like the aesthetic of the device. I like it's got the, the speakers. Big trackpad, doesn't it? Oh yeah, big yeah, glass huge. trackpad. I like pretty much everything about it versus the Acer Seven Fourteen. The Seven Fourteen's more utilitarian, you know. Uh, and I don't dislike that device, but I like HP's aesthetic and, and the way that they build stuff in general. And I'm like, all you had to do, I mean, these are two tiny little things, you know, about deflection. I talk to people at HP that talk about deflection in devices. They know that when you pick it up, it shouldn't bend. I think we learned that term from deflection. <laughs> I learned it from the HP thing. And I'm just like, of all the people, why? And, and, I shouldn't even get into all this, but I'll, I'll say this one thing. The the X360 14C, now there was the one member had like a navy bottom, white top. Yes. Um, I'm not talking about that version of it. After that one, I want to say 2020 is when the, the new version came out that was all silver. Oh, okay. You're Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, when they introduced the, the camera slider thing and all that stuff. Is that when we did the video of don't buy, like, Buy this that was one, a 2021 not that one. When we explain there was a 2020 model and they look almost identical. So 2020, 2021, 2022, and 20. So there's four. I'm pretty sure there's four evolutions of this device. Because yeah, 10th, 11th, and then two versions of the 12th gen. I think there's been four. <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, it might be three, but there were at least two, if not three, versions of the X360 14C that came out that all kind of look alike super rigid build like i wish we don't still have one here i wish we still had one um super rigid still had a 250 nit screen it was a 16 by 9 1080p you know 14 inch screen and so that wasn't the best it had kind of a big bezel at the bottom um but the entire frame of it was always rigid it always had i remember always talking about it like man the build quality on this thing yeah. is so nice so when they did the 14C and they finally extended the screen, I thought to myself when I saw the the first one, I was like, "They're going to fix the screen." Yeah, they, yeah, they changed the screen. They went to a 16 by 10. It's going to be a new panel, so clearly they'll fix the nit thing. That won't be a problem, and it's going to have the build quality that they've always had in the 14C because they've always had that. And those two things failed like so hard. And I'm like, I just don't get it. I, I just do not get. I in a device like this, if it was MSRP 400 bucks. Sure, cheap out on the screen, I guess. But you knew you were going to price it at seven hundred dollars, and you've always had great build quality in this line of. And then all of a sudden, you change a small thing, and now it's flimsy. Like I don't understand. Just keep the build quality. Yes, upgrade the screen size, but also I just go ahead and fix the nit problem there too while you're at it. And it, man, it would have been so good. Like hopefully, man, we've we've complained about this a lot this year. Hopefully. I know, I know because I know. it's so close. It's so close to it's being so, so great. close to being great that like, it's so hard not even to even if it goes to a seven twenty nine MSRP to fix those things. Do it and then put it on sale, maybe le- a little less aggressively. Yeah, because people more people will buy it at that range. You know, it doesn't have to dip down to three hundred seventy nine dollars. Like it's ludicrous that it does that to begin with. You know, and so like I don't know that one is so close. I'm. I'm I'm hoping for, um, you know, in the I think the springs when they usually put it out. I hope a new one comes along, and they really don't have to change much. They really don't. Like matter of fact, I wouldn't change anything. Swap the panel out. Figure out a way. Just make the bottom out of a better material. Like you don't even have to remanufacture anything. Just make it out of aluminum or an alloy of some sort, or a plastic that's firm. They're out there. 
pick the Slim 3 up. I was going to say, pick go, up go check out Lenovo. 3i. Pick up the Slim 3i. Lenovo knows how to, how to pick plastic that doesn't bend all over the place. If you want to put a plastic bottom on it, by all means, just make sure it's reinforced. Make sure it's not flimsy. Make sure that when I pick it up with one hand, it doesn't click the trackpad for crying out loud, you know, and, and you'd have a success, uh, a successful device on your hands. Listen, HP, um, I think you all, uh, are listening. Uh, (laughs) someone is just call us, give us a ring, give us a ring. Before we make those final decisions. Yeah, just give us a ring. Just let us know what you're going to do. We'll we tell you if it's stupid or not. <laughs> we don't really know anything about manufacturing. I'll be, I'll be honest. But, but I can tell you. You send me that thing before it, you know you start actually yeah. making it. And yeah, go, we'll how about this? And just let me tell you. Look, we're a third-party consulting it's, firm. It's now uh, Unbox Media's new uh, branch of, of <laughs> uh, manufacturing Manufacturing consulting. Yeah, this is what we do. Uh, I can pick it up. And it won't take you long. Five, give me five minutes. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you all the things fixed. Five yeah. minutes. Five minutes. There you go. I HP. only charge one hundred thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> one hundred million dollars. <coughs> they're like, they're like, we've never even spent a million dollars on Chromebook. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, six thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. So if it takes me a minute, right? No, just a thousand bucks. Exactly. Easy. Easy. Well, no, that one, that's not right. Six hundred dollars. I'm sorry. Six hundred. Yes, yeah, six hundred. Yeah. Um, so five minutes, three grand. It's yeah. Nothing. Easy. That's chump Easy change money. for you guys. Yeah. Chump change. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, obviously, we we look at the Chromebook market every single day, and we're looking at it from every uh, manufacturer. You know, I, I get maybe you know HP's in their world. They are referencing other devices. I obviously, but you know, maybe they just. I don't know. They didn't think about that one, or they, whoever was signing off on that one, thought it'd be okay, you know. And and just, I get that. It is strange, though, from a company that it's not like, oh, well, they made the Dragonfly Pro, so they they obviously know. But like talking to the engineers, like actually talking to them about the things they consider when they build a Chromebook, like how did that one slip by? How did how did that make it out to where they're like, eh, yeah, it's flimsy, but it's okay. That's weird to me. Yeah, yeah, we um. Yeah, we're available. Give us a ring. Uh, so, there you have it. There's the the state of the Chromebook market. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, too, we were having some conversations recently about the expert book from, from Asus. Um, you know, the Dragonfly Pro, you know, some of those type devices, those $1,000 Chromebooks. Like, There's still a place for those. And... I think yeah. there's still people out there that will go buy those devices. Before we did all of this, I was the type of person that would. That's I'm. I'm the target. One hundred. Yeah. That, that kind of device. Right. You're. You're. You're an enthusiast, an enthusiast person, and you. You want the newest, coolest thing, and the things that's pushing the envelope. It's. It's. You know. It's that type of consumer mentality, and and there's other people like you out there, and we just have to remember though that the bulk, <laughs> the vast vast majority of people going and buying Chromebooks aren't that way. Aren't that way. Yep. And as much as we get really excited about the newest thing, and we're always going to cover that because we are Chromebook enthusiasts. Like we are that person that is going to go spend the thousand dollars on a device that we want to report on those. We want to tell everybody about those. Um but then, you know, that 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 middle, that that fat metal, the the Chromebook Plus market, um, 
is exciting and it, and it's going to continue to push the market in into a better place for consumers where you can go get an excellent Chromebook for a great price. And that's at the end of the day all we want. We want we want everyone who picks up a Chromebook to be like, "Wow, this is cool. I can do all my stuff and the screen looks good." Yep. And the keyboard feels nice. Wow, I didn't yep. know Chromebooks could do this. All right, it's not stumbling all over itself. Yeah. And then, you know, and that doesn't have to cost a $1000. Right. It's amazing when it costs $250. Yeah. It's an it's incredible when it costs $250. So, um so yeah, it was it, all of that, like bringing it back full circle, you know, working on that post for under uh, all the devices under 300. At first, we were trying to make it like a number, you know, make it like five or seven. And then it was like, man, there's there's more that just right, kind of keep so thinking many. about. And yeah. it might change next month and we'll go back and update that article and add those ones back in. Like, right. There's going to be, there's constantly these devices out there right now that are under $300. And, and yes, those are sale prices. Like we're, because right. you're going and making a purchase decision, like we're including kind of sale prices on these, um, you can get you can get a really really good Chromebook, and that's that's awesome. So and to steal a quote or a, a saying, I don't know, I don't remember exactly how MKBHD says it, but uh, to tune it for uh, Chromebooks, uh, he would say that. Um, how, let's see, we're all waiting. Good, I think. Yes, yeah, like yeah. good devices or good Chromebooks. Are getting really affordable, and affordable Chromebooks are getting really good. Ah, uh, like he uh-huh. says that he says that about phones a lot. But I think he says, I don't know if he says cheap. I can't remember, but he'll say like you know, good phones are getting cheap, cheap phones are getting good. You know, and it's like it's that move towards that center mass. You know, like um, you know, you want to see the affordable stuff get better, but you also want to see the good stuff get more affordable. <laughs> you know, and it's it's a move in both directions that. I think we're starting to really experience uh, with Chrome OS. I think it's going to continue. I, I don't think. I mean, I'm I, obviously I don't know, but I'm. It, it's gonna it's gonna keep moving in this direction. Yes. Uh, in 2024, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. that's clearly that where everyone is going. Like we we do know that much for sure, for sure. <clears throat> and, and we're we're as excited about Chromebooks as we've ever been. You know, it's like uh, we'll we'll probably talk about it maybe more. Uh, in the coming weeks but you know as we're getting closer to CES and thinking about the year to come and there's some there's some thoughts so so stay tuned for that yeah and you know it's funny a couple years ago it was so hard to get excited about affordable Chromebooks like we had to talk about them because that's what people wanted to go buy but the options for them to buy were so bad you know it's like I just can't bring myself to care about it now it's like finally we can talk about what I think more people are interested in anyway and and be excited about it too, and not feel like oh god, I gotta well, somehow say something nice about this piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Like it's like oh, there are great Chromebooks that are cheap. This is really cool, mm-hmm. um, and cheap Chromebooks that are good. Yes, you know, I love that. Shout out, shout out, Marquez. Uh, well, there you have it, folks. That's that's uh, that's the episode for today. We were gonna talk about something totally different, and then we didn't. So here it is. Robbie Robbie went and got the the newest Galaxy Z Fold Five, yeah, baby. Yeah, he's. We'll talk about that at another time. Joe's, we'll Joe's we'll have thinking, a special episode. We'll wait till next week and see if it's still here. That is um that is in the back of my mind. I'm not gonna uh, know, you know. I know. You gotta you gotta you gotta you know you gotta know you me. gotta go through the Robbie phase of ownership. <laughs> Let me let me at least say this part about it. I'm pretty good, and especially with foldable phones now, this is the fourth one I've owned. Um, I'm pretty good at 
discerning, like I know in the back of my head, I may not say it out loud to anyone else, but I know in the back of my head pretty quickly, like this is going to go south. Like I can feel it. Like I just know it. Like that it's like, uh, it, it, and you're like trying to make it work, but like, you also know deep down right, that it's, maybe I can make myself get over this. Maybe I can, I can work with this. No, it's fine. That, that part will be fine. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And it's just like, I'm, I'm that weird person. Like it's one or two small things and that's enough. Like, if it breaks the experience, I'm I'm done. I'm gonna go find something else. Uh, the Z Fold Five is not triggering any of those things for me right now. So I'll tell you one thing: it's sexy. It's uh, yes. man, it's sexy. nice. It's it's nice. Um, I carried around the the Pixel Fold for. I put f- myself through two weeks with it. Yeah, I had it for almost a week, and had my sim in it for a few days but then my texts were being weird so I, I was in the midst of a lot going on so i had to switch back to my other phone but um the trusty old pixel 8 here which i love i love the yeah, little I had small to walk away from the pixel 8 pro because it was doing the same pixel your, thing with my your car freaking bluetooth um, stupid pixel you know it's like just constantly not if you have a car any car it doesn't have to be a tesla i mean any car that relies on your phone as the key like you can set it up as the, the key for it I mean, you have certain expectations, and it's just, it's one of those just plain old utilitarian yeah. things. Like, yeah, it's no good. That it it screwed up on me multiple yeah. times. And I was like, no, nope, I just, I got to go. Uh, so I went back to my S23 Ultra, which I think I've only had one time ever that it didn't. my car didn't unlock when I walked up to it. Um, and, uh, you know, the Pixel 8 Pro did it three times in two days, I think. Yeah. It's like clearly this is not working. Something is wrong. I don't know why Google's Bluetooth stack sucks so bad, but it sucks so bad. They got something wrong. I don't know what Um, it is exactly. And there's nothing else. Like phones have become so utilitarian. Uh, Just regular phones anyway. Like just get the job done. Get out of the way. Mm -hmm. That's all I want. So that's why I keep going back to the S23 Ultra because for the basic stuff, you need your phone to do it right. It does it right. Like do I like the Pixel animations and some of that stuff better yeah i do i like i like google's take on software i just don't like the fact that basic things sometimes don't work on a pixel like that's super aggravating and i don't like 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 it or lump it i love playing mobile games i really do i like getting into them i like being able to invest time in them and tensor is not just not where it's at even with the new gpu update it helped i mean it was pretty bad before it's better it's it's better yeah but but it's still mid-range phone uh, style like and for right now like used to PUBG Mobile was the thing that you had to test on phones like can it run PUBG Mobile very well it, they've done a lot better now it's Fortnite Fortnite Mobile like they're starting to spend some time with the Android version and try to make it better and they've done a lot of stuff and it's very playable but if you don't have a phone with some good processing to it good luck yeah it's it's not fun and I'm you know I'm getting a lot better at Fortnite on my phone and being able to play with my kids and stuff it's a cool a cool thing to do and so um you know it's it's an important part of the the phone process to me and and pixels just not where it's at for that either so yeah. and on the fold specifically you've got uh gyro issues yeah that basically not the if Z you fold. if you do the if you, pixel y- fold. yes pixel fold sorry um on the pixel fold you have your gyro orientation in, on the large screen basically if you go up you go sideways in the game <laughs> Yeah, because it's a ninety degree, it's off by ninety because degrees, which the is impossible to be, do anything. Yeah, it's you can't get used to that. There's I'm pretty no sure the I think way. the gyro just gets stuck on the fold. It's stuck with the orientation of the outer screen, right. basically, and because it opens into landscape, 
that's the way the game plays. And so the outer screen's vertical, and the inner screen's horizontal, and it's like, and I don't know that, the, the thing is, I don't know that um, this is a, a problem with Pixel, because they put it off and said, well, the developers need to blah, 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 but the, I see the same problem with Chromebooks. So anytime I try to play games on Chromebooks uh, with Gyro, uh, if it's a clamshell device, never has this problem. So if it's a convertible, uh, it's all it's always fine. If it is a tablet, um, and, and what's funny in the repositories, when you see tablet uh, screens being referred to, they're always referred to as their uh, shorter side and then their longer side. Like they're, they're referred to in portrait. And so I think somewhere on a deep level, they're programmed that way. Like that's how it's reporting in. Like that's up. Up is like the left side if you're looking at it in landscape, you know, always. And so um, because of that, uh, Chromebook tablets always with PUBG, Farlight 84, or if you're somehow to manage to get Fortnite on there, it'd be the same thing. You know, you it you have it in landscape, it thinks it's turned 90 degrees on its side. And so the gyro just stays oriented that way. And I don't know. Uh, Call of Duty doesn't have this problem, is what throws a wrench in all this. Like Call of Duty does fine on all of them, Pixel Fold do. And so I don't. I'm sure there's something the developer can do right. to say, hey, force Gyro to follow rotation or whatever. But it's like if they don't do that, then at an OS level, it's backwards. It stays with backwards. the top it's of the screen. It's it's on its side, it's, ninety it's, degrees. It's off. sideways. Yeah, it's it's twisted. No, no boy, no. But it's twisted. I tried to reach out to different people about it, developers and all this stuff, and developers don't seem to care much about it, about fixing it, and you know, Google seems content to say it's the developer's problem. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that'll ever get solved. Yeah. Right. So, but if you don't use gyro on games, I guess it's yeah, a big it's deal. Yeah, it's not that big no of a deal. No one cares, but on mobile games, man, Once you get it, used it really, to it. it helps Ooh. make you a lot better. Once you get used to it, it's hard to... It's like, hard I'm to... not good at Fortnite with a mouse keyboard or with a controller. I'm pretty good on my phone with the gyro. Like I can, I can win a lot. Yeah, um, and sometimes with gyro, you're like you're in a heated battle, and you're trying to get your gyro, and I'm just spinning around sideways <laughs> trying to. get... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anywho, yeah, Robbie's got Robbie's got a new phone. We'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll, more we'll, about we'll it. talk more later. Uh, but that's it for this week. We do appreciate you all tuning in and listening. We'll catch you all next time. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.